This is a podcast from 3RRR, 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this special edition of Einstein and Gogo. It is the Radiothon 2018, and the theme, believe it or not, for us is Stay Curious, which I think has something to do with science. Woo-hoo! Yes. We're very excited about that. Uh, we've been pitching for this for some 25 years, and finally it's come through, I think, just through sheer frustration that the station has agreed to uh, do this for us. But anyway, today's the day where you uh, ring up and subscribe and support independent radio and independent science broadcasting. In the studio with me, Dr. Shane, is Chris KP. Good morning, hello, and happy Radiothon. Yeah, Dr. Ewan. Hello, hello. Uh, Dr. Crystal's down the back taking a photograph of me, which just makes me feel uncomfortable and undressed. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Shane. Good to see you. Uh, Dr. Linden. Good morning, Dr. Shane. Dr. Jenny. You remember my name, Dr. Shane? I did, because nice I work. wrote it down in front of me. Happy uh, Radiothon. And Dr. Catherine. Good morning. Liv is doing our Twitter feed, which is Woo-hoo. great. Uh, we're very excited about that, because Twitter is everything these days. Uh, but if you, it, well, you know, uh, if you don't have a radio, you'd be doing it via, I don't know. The web? Is that how it works? Anyway, if you want to ring up and subscribe, folks, and support Triple R, it's $85 for a full subscription, $40 for a concession, and if you're passionate like Chris KP, uh, 150 bucks. I think that's what you normally do. Worth every penny. Worth every penny. And uh, what we're going to do today in the show, though, is we're going to give you a whole lot of science news, and the team has been working diligently, um, which I know is rare, but they have, even Chris, <laughs> and they they have come up with a whole lot of stories, some of which are true. And some of which, uh, well, they've pulled from, uh, and, and not true. <laughs> and uh, it will be the team's job to work out which ones are which and uh, a bit of fun for you guys as well. So, Chris KP, do you want to start us off with a piece of news just to get the ball rolling and we will work out whether it's true sure, or not? Sure, yes, happy to. Uh, just So just briefly, uh, scientists at the University of York uh, have published a paper in the journal Chemosphere uh, describing how male starlings sang less to females that had been fed a diet of worms spiked with Prozac, <laughs> suggesting that they found these birds less attractive. Well, uh, okay. Spiked with Prozac. Yeah, the worms are spiked with Prozac. And uh, I don't know, that sounds... What was the name of that journal, Chris? Uh, Chemosphere. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that doesn't sound like word. a real journal. Yeah. Yeah. Fake? People, fake. I'm going to say it's crazy enough to be true. Yeah, I'm going with true. Right, two trues and two fakes. Yeah, I'm saying fake. I got three fakes and two trues. True. Oh boy, we are a tie panel. Liv, thumbs up, thumbs down from Liv. Thumbs down. She thinks it's fake. It is fake. Yeah. Sadly. No, no, kidding, kidding. No, it's true. It's totally true. It's absolutely true. What? Chemosphere is a real journal, Woo-hoo! and it's an actual story. Oh, that just sounds, <laughs> yeah, it sounds made the, up. What's the point? What's the point of that story? Um, they were, look, they were trying to look at whether or not, um, you know, common, common, I guess it's the right word, drugs can influence other people's, um, you know, behaviour. And, and so, by yeah, people's, yeah. you mean birds. Well, in, in this, this case, case, birds yeah. and one drug and a small study, but yeah. Uh, now, Dr. Crystal, you've got a few people who have uh, thankfully subscribed. Yes, to what, is, what is not fake is the fantastic subscribers that we have to 3RRR. Thank you to Ken Vincent from South Geelong, who's renewed, plus a donation to radiotherapy, who is one more nurse for the tally. Make sure you get Ken's name on the list. Mandy Wright from Alfington has renewed with a donation of $40 to radiotherapy. She loves the show, and she's a GP, so another one for the GPs. Uh, Matthew 
Andrews from Elwood has renewed to radiotherapy. Christine Lander from Templestowe has also renewed uh, to radiotherapy with a donation of $15. Christine is also a nurse, so one up for the nurses. And Matthew Rafferty from Elwood, who has renewed a passionate subscription. Thank you, Matthew, to radiotherapy. And he's an exercise psychologist. Mm. So thank you so much to all you wonderful health professionals and allied health professionals for supporting 3RRR. Yeah, no, that's great. Now, uh, the funny thing is I can see the pledges as they come in and on the screen here and we, we get them brought into us so that we can read them out. But there's one here that I won't read out until it comes in because I'm not allowed to read it out because it has a message that says, I would love Lyndon to read mine out because she's my favourite. <laughs> That's a little bit creepy. I think that might be a family member. <laughs> We'll get to that one. Folks, if you want to ring up and subscribe, the number's 93881027. You can also do it over the web at rrr.org.au. And if you do ring up, you'll get to speak to one of these people. There's Stuart, Elizabeth, Fiona, Kirsten, Charmaine, Sarah, Janet, Louisa, Melanie, and one more that I cannot read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read the writing. Uh, but I'm sure that last one's a good one, too. That's the best one. Hang on. Chris yeah. is going to have a crack. What do you reckon? Marita? Yeah, let's go with that. Yep. Someone rings up and says, Thanks, yeah. Marita. Three. Triple. Yes, it is Radiothon 2018, and we would very much like you to subscribe to help keep independent science on this independent radio station which, of course, is owned by all of you. Uh, Dr. Linden, someone who just loves you, has subscribed. Yes, we've had some fantastic subscribers help us uh, keep the experiments alive. Ms. Maggie Hutchins, who I happen to know has four legs instead of two. She is a new subscriber to Einstein and Go-Go, and because I took her for a walk this morning, she wants me to read this out. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. Uh, Andrew Browden from Pakenham is a renewed subscription to radiotherapy with a donation of $15 reduced. Thanks, Andrew. And Annette Stewart from Port Melbourne is a renew on the web to radiotherapy and she thanks the whole Sunday lineup. So nice. thanks, Annette. We love the Sunday lineup. Well, mainly because we're part of it, but we do love it. It's all good. <laughs> and Dr. Shane, I just have to do a little shout out to the wonderful Gillian Manson from Croydon. Jill is a very dear friend of mine and, and was convinced last night after just a small amount of uh, champagne that she should ring up this morning. She has. So thanks, Jill. Anya. Jeez, I'm glad that champagne lasted the full 12 hours through to this morning. <laughs> you're applying your friends with alcohol to get them to subscribe. I like that. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah, a good so strategy. Good. Yeah. All right, it's an experiment. Experiment. How, how can we get this to work? Let's Take get some, walk, let's get some more news. Dr. Ewan, now, I'm not sure. You're gonna, I, I don't want to know whether it's fake or true. Most, most of your stuff is true because I know you have such an issue with fake news. So I do have an issue. What do you got? So lizard tails and axolotl or Mexican walking fish tails. So I'm sure many of us have kept those as pets. And when lizards and also axolotls lose their tails, they grow back. Mm. Except that when they grow back in axolotls, they grow back perfectly. So bone and all, all the, all the nerves, everything that's all there. In a lizard tail, not so. So it grows back as cartilage and also the, the nerve cells are not there. And scientists have wondered, well, why? And so it turns out that it's about stem cells, but the, the, the nerve stem cells basically uh, in the um, axolotls are working really, really well, but they're not working in lizards for some reason. And so this is really interesting in terms of regenerative abilities because what we see in the animal kingdom is that as you get more and more complex, your regenerative abilities disappear or become less, if you like. So this was published just recently in the uh, Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, so it's a big deal. But, yeah, so I guess it's kind of a really interesting cue about, well, why do we see these amazing regenerative abilities in, in things like axolotls, but less so in, you know, things like ourselves, you know? Mm. So w- what's going on there? Sounds real. 
true. Yeah. Very real. Yeah. Sounds real. True. And fascinating. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go fake just for the hell of it. That's <laughs> too easy otherwise. Real or fake? I like the fact that you always, you know, go against the grain, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be wrong just to be against the grain, yeah. He's, he's usually wrong. <laughs> but he loves it. He embraces yeah, yeah. being wrong, you know, you got to do it really well. Yeah, right? You are. Right. Or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Linden, you've got to have some weather stuff for us. What do you got? Oh, yes, I do. I do, Dr. Shane. I have some, what I've brought along is three weather facts. Okay. Three, some, some weather stats. You know, I'm a climatologist, so I love the stats mm. of the mm. weather. I thought Dr. Ailey might be in today and she'd be able to pick them, but I don't know how you guys are going to go. All right, here we go. Which okay. one of these is fake? Canberra mm. is cloudier than Cairns. Ooh. Dunkeld okay. is drier than Dramana. Wilson's prom is warmer than Warrnambool. Ooh. Which one of those is incorrect? I'm I'm thinking well, I really don't know. Canberra's really so, cloudy. Like, I think I think the Canberra one's wrong. Because I, I don't remember Canberra being really cloudy. It's usually cold Canberra and cloudy. Canberra is cloudier less. than Cairns. Yep. Dunkeld is drier than Dramana. Wilson's prom is warmer than Warrnambool. Wilson's Brom has to be like the coldest place in Victoria. That's <laughs> got to be really. No, I reckon it's, it's Canberra. Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, no. scientists, you rumbled me. I thought that was going to be much harder. <laughs> Having lived in North Queensland for nearly fifteen yeah. years, it's yeah. cloudy there a lot. Yeah, that is correct. Canberra has about one hundred and twenty-five cloudy days, but Cairns has about one hundred and thirty-six. I didn't realise it was so close. Yeah, it is pretty close. And actually, Warrnambool and Wilson's Prom are. The days are warmer in Warrnambool, but the nights are warmer in Wilson's Prom. And if you average it out, Wilson's Prom gets over the line by about 0.1 of a degree. Mm. So, yeah. Fantastic. Dr. Crystal, we've got a few subscribers coming through. And Dr. Catherine? Uh, yes, we do. Um, we have uh, John Negropontis from Northcote, who's renewed via the web to Einstein and GoGo. Thanks so much, John. And um, Peter... Holberton from Lilyfield in New South Wales. Oh, yes, we Peter. know Pete. Hi, Hi Pete. Pete. Hey, Pete. Thanks for renewing as a passionate subscriber, and he's um, got a big shout out to all the Einstein and Go podcasters who give Pete the chance to keep up with the show all the way from New South Wales. Thanks so much, Peter, for Great. your passionate subscription to the show. Yes. <laughs> we also have a big thank you to Chris Daly from Hawthorne East, who is renewing to radiotherapy. Thank you very much, Chris. Rosie Bright from Belmont, renewing uh, to eat it and loves the show. And Greg Harper, thank you very much from Newport. Renew and a donation of $15 to the station, but a big shout-out to Einstein and GoGo. Thanks so much, Greg. Yes, awesome. Now, I'm going to confess something here on the show that I have told very few people. It's something I do. It's a sort of a fake news thing, and I'm going to play a song which will give people an idea of where it came from after this. But often, if I'm in an academic discussion and someone is giving me a little bit too much BS, I will <laughs> use the line, oh, that reminds me of the work I read that Hans Zarkov did. <laughs> <laughs> And usually, depending on the level of bullshit that is coming my way, they'll go, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and then in, internally in my head, I realise that, of course, Hans Zarkov is a character from the film Flash Gordon. <laughs> but uh, people usually don't pick up on it. And it's just a little bit of humour I have <laughs> on my own. I have done it on this show once or twice in the last 26 years, and people may have picked up on it. But anyway... <laughs> Here's a bit of Queen to uh, dial by, folks. If you want to ring up and subscribe, it's 85 bucks. It's a 93881027. And there's a lot of very, very uh, happy-looking phone answers out there, mainly because I gave them a whole lot of chocolate before the show, but um, they're ready to take your calls. So please ring up and support Triple R. Three. Triple R.
luckily we are a science show. That's uh, what we do. Anyway, we have some more subscribers. Chris KP. Uh, we do. Uh, we welcome back Julie Brand from Port Arlington, renewing to the entire station. Uh, Brian Pribble from Hurstbridge is renewing via the web, and he's tossing in a donation of 15 bucks uh, to Maps. Uh, and Mark Button from Kingsville is renewing with a donation of 25 bucks, uh, and he's renewing to Einstein and Gogo because hey. he's so ace. And a very big thank you to Richard Kershaw from Safety Beach, who's a new subscription via the web, also with a donation of $5. Thank you very much. And it's for the program Respect the Rock. And we have Graham Riley from (laughs) Alphington, who is a renew. A big thanks to you uh, via the web. And that is also for greening the apocalypse. Mm, Respect the Rock. Is that a geology show? (laughs) (laughs) It is this week. Yes, dear. I think it is. All right, let's get some more science uh, stories going there, Dr. Okay, so picture this. 28 years ago, there was a 14-year-old playing uh, badminton in the UK and she she copped a shuttlecock to the eye. Didn't really think too much about it. You know, it wasn't a bad injury, but she did lose her contact lens. Fast forward 28 years and she goes to the uh, doctor in the last <laughs> week or two and says, um, I've got this kind of sore thing on my eyelid. I'm not quite sure what's going on. And they discover there's a cyst and when they open up the cyst, they pull out her contact lens oh. from 28 Ooh. years before. I reckon that's do, 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 true do, 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 I, because the body's ability to grow around shit is yeah. really high. True. I reckon true. Yeah, totally true. Totally true. Wow, yeah. true. How full on is that? And she couldn't even remember that she'd lost the contact lens. It took her mum to say, oh, but darling, oh didn't, didn't you lose a contact lens 28 years ago when they pulled out this little so tiny cool. piece of, you know, old-fashioned glass contact <clears> lens? <throat> yeah. yeah. How cool is that? All right. Well, here, I'll, I'll give you guys one then see if you can handle this. So uh, one of the uh, Apollo 8 astronauts, so Apollo 8 was the first uh, craft to go around the moon with people in it. There was a few, the Russians sent a few around before that, but it was the first craft to go around the moon with it. And one of the, um, one of the people on the Apollo 8 crew was a guy named Bill Anders. And when Bill Anders was a child, he got to witness his father, who was in the military, uh, they were living in China, and his father had to get on board one of the, um, one of the patrol boats on the Yangtze River. And while he was on there, they were attacked by the Japanese. And during the attack, the captain was incapacitated and his father, Arthur Anders, became, became the acting captain. And so he repelled this attack and at one point he got shrapnel in his neck, was bleeding so profusely he couldn't speak, so he wrote the orders to his crew in blood. And those orders are in the museum in the US. True or false? I already know the answer, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Please let it be true. Oh, that has to be true. That's too good to not be true. I'm saying false. <laughs> Ewan? How many trues and falses we got now? <laughs> <laughs> it's about half and half. Yeah, I'll go true. It was true. Um, Absolutely false. true. Yeah. Just, nice. and, and he was 12 foot tall too. Just... You want to hope they were pretty succinct orders, like stop, (laughs) go, Go left, right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, not not full full ahead, half a bump. Not not, not some of the adverbs. Yeah, you wonder. Yeah, you wonder whether there was whole sentences there, and whether I'm not sure whether he did it with his finger or you know. You think someone could have just handed him a pen? (laughs) I think punctuation might have been might have been an issue too. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was a bit yeah maybe a bit a bit rough for people, but uh, that's the way it is. Anyway, folks, if you'd like to ring up and subscribe, uh, we've got some people who've done it. We'll give you a, a chance to do it in a moment with some music, but uh, Dr. Jen? Well, there's this wonderful person known as uh, Lyndon Ashcroft who happens to be sitting immediately to my left who loves being part of Einstein and Gogo so much that she has renewed her subscription with a donation of 15 bucks. Thanks, Lyndon. It's nice to be able to look you in the eye and thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that to everyone. No, of course, of course I'm subscribing. Triple R's fantastic. All right, then we have Matt Potter. Thank you so much, Matt. He is renewing uh, to Einstein a go-go from Fairfield, and he says he's an environmental scientist and everyone should please use rainwater. Mm. And Matt's been a subscriber since 1986. Oh, wow. I don't think I even knew Triple R existed in 1986, so good on you, Matt. Then we have Anthony Dowling from Montrose, who is also renewing as a passionate subscriber to Off the Record and says many thanks to Brian and all the other people who give their time at Triple R. And then we have Denise McAvoy from Clifton Hill, who is also renewing as a passionate passionate subscriber. Now, she says she's subscribing to the whole station, but then specifically to Radiotherapy and Einstein and Go-Go. Thanks so much, guys. We've got some more names here as well. Marie-Anne Liz from Baronia is renewing her subscription and donating 15 bucks. Thanks heaps, Marie-Anne. She's through the whole station that our subscription is for. David Price from Mitcham is renewing his subscription to Twang, but he also supports On the Blower, Einstein and Gogo and Off the Record. Thanks heaps, David. Glenn McIntosh from Pasco Vale is renewing his subscription to Einstein and Gogo. Thanks heaps, Glenn. And Melanie Learson from Princess Hill is a new subscriber and she's donated 50 bucks to Radiotherapy and she says, long live community radio. Thanks heaps, Melanie. Yeah, we love community radio. Folks, if you do want to subscribe, you can ring up and speak to one of our fabulous phone answers. The number is 93881027 and you'll end up in the draw for a whole lot of prizes and I would say often people wait until the second weekend to subscribe, which is fine. We love that, but uh, fewer people subscribe in the first week, which means you've got a better chance at winning the daily prizes, of which there are many. And there are some fantastic prizes made, like major prizes. I'm just looking up here saying, you know, you could get a monthly case of wine from Black Hearts and Sparrow for an entire year. That would be something that, you know, I would appreciate as a major prize. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they know what they're in for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd go through a bit. You could. Yeah, you could but, yeah, but if wine's not your thing, there's also a prize from Mountain yeah. Goat, Goat, Goat Brewery. You can get 30 cases of goat beer over an entire year to enjoy responsibly. Yeah. And imagine, imagine if you won the, one of the daily prizes today, which is a wine and cheese hamper from Slow Food Melbourne and the Abbotsford Common Farmer's Market. Imagine that kind of smorgasbord you could have if you won all those prizes. Yeah, no, there's heaps of things, folks, so uh, do ring up and subscribe, and if you don't listen uh, to me or any of the team here, here's a guy that uh, we spoke to earlier, and he's um, he's got such a great voice. Einstein a go-go, I got, I got to be a part of that. Don't grow accustomed to it. Be proud and surprised by it every day. Yeah, there was a little editing there, because in the middle he said... I'm not giving you any money. No, I had, to take, I had to take that out. No, I mean, you know, Neil deGrasse has got, you know, he's got some coin. And I said, could you just fund the station for the next 20 years? And he said, no. The subscribers will have to do that. And I said, oh, okay. And I cut that bit out. Anyway, we're going to uh, play you some music and you can ring up and subscribe, folks. It's only $85 for full subscription or $40 for the concession. And the station exists on this money. So please be generous and ring up and help us out. It's the Stay Curious theme this year, which has apparently got something to do with science. That's uh, what we do every week, thanks to this great team that I have. Three, triple, ah. uh, you are listening to a science show. If you haven't worked it out yet, um, that's probably our fault. But uh, 
Dr. Linden, you're a big fan of uh, getting science out to young people. I definitely am. And I think that Einstein and Gogo is really important for that. The first time I came on this show, and maybe a few other people here would have been similar, I was just finishing my PhD. I'd never done any media before. You're green ass. crap in my pants. I was so <laughs> nervous. And I came on the show, and I got some really good experience with friendly people who helped me kind of hone my message and figure out how I was going to communicate. And now I get to do it all the time. And that's something that you, you don't get on any other radio station community. Radio is such a great place for young scientists and early career people in all mm. different fields to get better at communicating and I think it's a really valuable thing that we give back to the community. Yeah. So everybody should subscribe and help the next generation of scientists become better communicators. Indeed. My, one of the most pleasurable experiences I have is when <coughs> a, a, you know, a researcher, a young researcher comes in to the station and I meet them in the green room and they, they look at you and they say, I'm really nervous, where are the bathrooms? <laughs> and I always reply the exact same line. I said, well, nervous means you care. And the more nervous they are, usually the better they are on air. And, you know, we have these people who've never done radio before. And rather than go into the big, bad wilderness of commercial radio where, frankly, their message doesn't mean much at all, they get to come on and have a, you know, a free ride you, here where we can build them up. You, you do actually show them the bathroom is as well, though, don't you? No, we don't do that <laughs> until after the show. I mean, if they don't do well, you know, to be fair, it's a community station. We don't really feel as way we should supply that. And just, um, but, you know, there's... There's there's some coffee coffee shops in there down the road. They can go if they need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's very decent of you. <laughs> I also I also love the fact that we get so many local scientists to talk about yeah. their stories that might not normally have got to the airwaves or to the front page of the newspaper. We hear stories from Melbourne researchers all across the different science topics. You know whether it's astrophysics mm. or climatology or biomedical science. And I just think Melbourne has so many great science stories to tell. Yeah, it's it's hard actually. I mean, I, I suspect a lot of people aren't aware, but we would get, you know, somewhere between five and ten requests for guests to come on per week, and we fill the show with about three guests. I think we've had about 80 guests on so far this year, and most of them are Melbourne-based. There's a few that, you know, we get some... It's interesting, a couple of universities in the state, like Curtin and, and UQ, are very big at getting their guests on our show. Um, then we get others like, you know, the Jane Goodalls and so forth of the world from overseas, which is, you know, there's quite a privilege, but uh, in fact, I will say, you know, as much as the guests are nervous when I did the interview with Jane Goodall, I changed my underwear three times five minutes before the interview. I was just packing my decks. It was like, but she was lovely. But uh, yeah, that was one where I was like, holy crap, you know, this woman's a, a guru. Now we have some subscribers that have come in, Dr. Crystal. Yeah, it's fantastic that these people are the ones who are keeping science voices on the radio. Thank you so much, Dallas Walding from Melbourne, who has renewed via the web to the entire station. Loves three triple R, and a big shout out to Kylie Quinn from Reservoir, who I happen to know off the tweets uh, for her new subscription to Einstein and Gogo plus a donation. Uh, she loves. The the work that we do. She says, keep fighting the good fight, getting new ideas and good music out there. I'm sure that's a reference to the Queen track. <laughs> <laughs> just that one? Just the one track? Uh, yeah. Dr. Catherine? We also have a big thank you to Matthew Horn from West Melbourne, renewing via the web to Einstein and Gogo. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Matthew. And Judy Brewster from Brunswick, renewing also via the web to Einstein and Gogo, but she loves the entire Sunday morning lineup. Thank you, Judy. That's okay. I should say we are not uh, precious about you subscribing to our show. We're happy to take money for any other show where they're doing the work and we just get the glory. Like you can ring up and subscribe during our program for other shows. We're all for that as scientists. We love it. Uh, Dr. Ewan. Speaking of money, here's some more generous people who've handed over their hard-earned. So Louise Barthelson from the Basin, a big thank you to you, a renewed subscription uh, and loves the program Uncommon Sense. Simon Ransom from Brunswick West is also a renew via the web and a donation of $85 
dollars. Wow. Um, loves the program on the blower, um, and likes to say that the whole Triple R program deserves support. But I'll stick with Big Z, whose surly manner and faultless analysis <laughs> make my Friday mornings. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Sarah Lowe, big thank you to you from Ivanhoe, who is a renewed subscription as well via the web and to the entire station. Uh, Chris KP. Uh, Melanie Tsai from Caulfield South is renewing via the web, passionately renewing, I might add, and chucking in a $50 donation as well, uh, renewing specifically to breakfasters, and mentions a thank you uh, for the great tunes in the morning uh, and for Toby Halligan's political analysis. Um, Gen- uh, Genevieve Fitzgerald from North Carlton is renewing to breakfasters and simply says, you're hilarious, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Dr Linden. Subscribers are now pouring in, Dr Shane. We've got one here from a lovely Jen Martin in Blackburn South is renewing her passionate subscription Jeez. to Einstein and Gogo, although she loves the breakfasters too, and I wonder why that might be, considering that she's sitting to my right and is on both of those shows. Yeah, so thank you so bit, much. hedging there. They let me talk science to with them every single week. Of course I love them. Yeah, but for how long? (laughs) (laughs) I give you an hour once a month and they give you... Let's just do the numbers. Ten minutes once a week. I don't know. I think we're... Look, it's all friendly, healthy competition here, Dr. Shane. (laughs) This has become a bidding war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we should go. Uh, And speaking of which, actually, the doctors made a comment earlier about wanting to beat us, radiotherapy, wanting to get more subscribers than us. I mean, seriously? Tell them they're dreaming. I mean, just because they're driving around in those mercs, they think people should give them money? No. What is medicine if not a branch of science? A a branch we tossed out. (laughs) (laughs) If you agree with that, folks, we got Goodness gracious me. Okay, let's get back to the subscribers. We've got Laurie Grogan from The Basin, who is renewing their subscription to Einstein and Gogo and says, great show. Thanks heaps, Laurie. Scott Frain from Box Hill North is renewing via the web with a donation of 15 bucks uh, to Einstein and Gogo. And he says that the whole Frain family loves listening to Triple R on a Sunday morning from Radio Marinara through to Einstein and Gogo and beyond. Quality listening all of it. Aw, thanks, Scott. And finally, Louis from St Kilda East is renewing by the web to the whole station. Thanks, Louis. Fantastic. All right. Then we have Josh Guthrie, Josh Guthrie from Hawthorne, who uh, is a new subscriber. How good is that? With a donation of ten bucks to On the Blower, and says love to Big Z and everyone else at Triple R. Up the mighty baggers. There you go. Thanks, mm-hmm. mate. Then we have Gabrielle Penney from Tacoma, who is also a new subscriber to the whole station. Thank you, Gabrielle. We have Simone Kabalakis, hopefully I've pronounced that correctly, from Belmont, who is renewing to Twang. And she says she loves everything that everyone does. That's nice. You can get better than that. Mm. Thank you, Simone. We've got Cam Dunlop in Bentley, who is renewing to the whole station. And Sam Weir from Kyneton, who is renewing to Breakfasters. Very good. Thanks to all of you. Thank you, folks. And uh, now, Dr. Catherine, uh, you're going to give us a piece of news or fake news. Go I it. am. So this week in the journal Science, there was a study published looking at ants and robots. So some people around the room are nodding their heads. They may or may not know this, but you may. So let's see how you go. So they monitored the activities of fire ant colonies, and they were looking at the ants, the amount of work that the individual ants do and when they're digging. So you would imagine, I would imagine that ants would evenly distribute the work amongst the team and to make uh, the work most efficient as possible. And what we can learn from this in terms of programming robots Mm. that are working in confined spaces. This study found that actually 30% of the ants did 70% of the work 
yet wow. when some of those you know the five ants that are doing all the work left the group or something someone else picked up the work so even though it's a small proportion of the group of ants doing most of the work they can be used interchangeably now do you think that is true or false i, I want it to be true because i'm inherently lazy and i like to know that other members of the animal kingdom are the same like and they they have that capacity so i want it to be true i do know for a long time it was thought that all ants kind of contributed equally and that's not true so there are definitely cheats within colonies yeah. so i'm going to say true I reckon that's I reckon it's false because I reckon the the seventy thirty thing might be true, but I reckon when the workers go away, the slackers stay slack. Yeah, that's mm. what I think too. There is no mm. kind of rotating roster. If the tough <laughs> workers leave, then everything just falls apart. <laughs> well, it is in fact true. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So now we're looking. Thank goodness. At, yeah, look, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting looking at how to program robots and what numbers of robots to to make them the work most efficient. I think you're underestimating the value of this work. What it's saying is that laziness is completely natural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we all should feel comfortable just being a bit lazy. And we should be making lazy robots. Is that another corollary of that study? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, folks, if you're enjoying the show today and you want to ring up and support independent science on radio. Uh, please ring up and subscribe. The number is 93881027. And all of this money, of course, supports the ongoing work of Triple R. And uh, although um, Chris KP is on a very high salary here, all the other co-hosts that I have in the room are unpaid. Uh, you guys just found it out. I want to renegotiate my contract <laughs> if he's highly paid. You guys are idiots. Uh, <laughs> all right, you, and I'll double yours. <laughs> anyway, if you want to ring up and support Triple R, folks, now's the time to do it. We're going to play you some music so you can dial 9388-1027. Three. Triple You are listening to 3RRR, folks. It's Radiothon time, which means it's time for you to ring up and support RRR's independent broadcasting. Uh, this is Einstein and Gogo. It's a science show, and uh, we have some fantastic people who've been subscribing. Dr. Catherine. Thank you very much to Libby Hines from Brunswick Renewing to Einstein and Gogo. Laura, yay, Laura oh. May Grogan. She does our yeah. uh, Twitter feed, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no it's another person. I'm getting <laughs> Laura, mixed up. Laura May Grogan from the Basin, renewing to the station, and she says greetings from Mexico City. Oh, hey. hey. The, Mexico a, City? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we get Thanks for staying up. That way. And uh, a business renew from the Yida School of Yoga from Rye, plus a $100 donation, that's massive, to the station, uh, and they love the Sunday morning programs and off the record. And Coralie Rich from Carlton North, renewing via the web to the station as well. Fantastic. Dr. Crystal? Thank you so much to David Siegel from Camberwell, who has renewed, who's a passionate um, subscriber to Einstein and GoGo, plus a $150 donation, David. Whoa! That's incredibly rough, David. generous, and you love science, clearly. Um, thank you so much to Grania Brenner from Brunswick East, who has renewed via the web to Double Bounce, and to Ray Alexander from Trentham, who has renewed with a donation to Get Down. And Ray Alexander actually says g'day to Ewan, because he's a past student of yours. G'day, Ray. I know Ray very well. He's a good man. Mm. Hey, speaking of Ray's, Dr. Ray can't be here today because he's at the Melbourne Uni Open Day. <laughs> Just soaking up the sunshine. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, Ray, enjoy. <laughs> um, Dr. Crystal, some news, fake or otherwise? Fact or fiction, mm. it is thought that dinosaurs could sing. <laughs> that, that, um, that a dinosaur, um, uh, 
fossils has been found that shows that there is evidence of an ancient syrinx. Um, and a syrinx is what birds um, use to procreate sound these days. And that that's, um, a scientist from the University of Texas um, discovered a, um, a fossil in what is now Mongolia um, that shows that they have um, the uh, cartilaginous uh, sort of impressions that suggest that the dinosaurs had a syrinx which allows them to sing like a bird. Mm. Probably not like a, a songbird, probably more like a goose or a or sort of honk, honk, but yeah. Um, so like Chris KP? On a good day, <laughs> I, I'm calling that totally true, if only for the impersonation. I didn't actually catch the impersonation. Could you do it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which species were you impersonating as well? A goose. A goose. Yeah, yeah. I, also, I also think it's true. True. Yeah, I think it's true as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's true. It doesn't mean they did sing. Just means they could if they wanted to. You're all suckers. Oh. It is totally false. The, the, the early, well, no, it's it's the well, it's kind of you know one of those half true things because um, the earliest example oh. of a syrinx was actually only found 60 million years ago. So it's actually suggested that, that that's sort of post dinosaur and actually more into oh. the early sort of evolved evolution later. of birds. So it evolved much later. So you guys, sorry, dinosaurs probably sounded a bit more like crocodiles, um, not like birds. Can you do that sound? Definitely not. <laughs> Dr. Jen, you got a piece of science. My, my crocodile impression extends to snap, snap, snap. <laughs> I'm, record, I'm, I'm pretty sure both of those impersonations are going to make it into a station announcement at some point. Yeah, definitely the snap, snap one. Come yeah. on, Crystal, it's all about staying curious. Oh, I know, but you've got to ask for evidence, right? You know? <laughs> so I think you've always got to balance staying curious with asking for evidence when it comes to assessing fake versus true news. <laughs> all right, so um, NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter is out there all the time taking really cool photos, so it's equipped with an ultra-high-res camera taking photos of the surface of Mars. And quite often we get these photos back and we see something that looks very familiar that we, that we recognise. So some of the shapes that have been recognised over the years. Apparently there's a smiley face on the surface of Mars. Uh, there's also a picture of Gandhi. That's very nice. Jabba the Hutt's up there. There's this kind of spooky shrouded lady up there. This week a photo identified a new shape. They identified the perfect likeness of Kevin Bacon on the surface <laughs> of Mars. Oh look, I think that's... Can we cue Footloose? Yeah, uh, I've probably got it here somewhere. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that, true or false? Again, I want it to be true. <laughs> Can it be true? Come on, I'm on boats, guys. I want it to be true, but I just don't think... I mean, there's four steps between anyone and Kevin, but I don't know about any planet and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I'm going BS. Well, okay, it's half true. There's no Kevin Bacon involved, but they did snap an image this week that had a very, very strong likeness to someone. just wasn't Kevin Bacon. Who was it? Well, it was a Muppet. It oh, was yes, I saw that Yeah, oh, it's wow. the perfect Duca oh. image on the surface of Mars. How good yeah. is that? Well, it's not as good as Kevin Bacon, that's for sure. Oh, come on. Pika's way cooler good. than Kevin yeah, Bacon. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Dr. Young? I've got another story for you. It's about cheese. Yeah. Really, really old cheese. So they discovered cheese <laughs> in an Egyptian tomb that was made out of cow's milk and horse milk, and it's estimated to be 3,200 years old. It was found in a clay jar, and they they looked at this through analytical chemistry using a mass spec, and they also found, I kid you not, traces of brucellosis, so bacteria in there. So they were suggesting that that's really early evidence that the Egyptians had issues with, you know, disease and so forth. And so, yeah, for those who like cheese, and I love cheese, yeah. a really well-aged cheese, this is probably taking that to such an extreme, but yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely true.
I believe that's true. The Egyptians there, could do anything. There were a lot of stats and numbers in there, like a scientist who's trying to make up a lie. <laughs> I call lie. Anyone else? I'll, 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 I'm calling true. No, I'm saying false. Yeah, so the story is actually true, but the one, one thing I did, I, I implanted a fake piece of information in Ooh. horse's milk. So there was no oh, horse's no back milk. So it was a combination of cow's milk and sheep and goat milk. I'm but the story that. itself is actually real, which I find mind-boggling, that you can actually find 3,000-year-old cheese in basically a clay jar and then scan it and find out about disease and so forth. But it's the ancient Egyptians didn't have horses? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Oh. No, they used cats. Yeah. Cats? Because they were, they were smaller people, they just they rode Much cats. Much harder to milk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Linden. We've got some more subscribers here, Dr. Shane. Massive thanks to Jackie Lloyd from Brunswick, who has uh, renewed her subscription to Einstein and Gogo. Yeah, she yeah. says, triple R equals happy place. Oh. Jackie's a wonderful friend. Thanks a lot, Jackie. And uh, Kaitle Hill, I've definitely pronounced that incorrectly, sorry, from Reservoir, who is a new subscription to Breakfasters. Very Thank good. Dr. Jane. And we have Anthony Nuovo, who I'm sure I've also incorrectly pronounced, from Wedderburn, who is a new subscriber with a donation of 65 bucks. How good is that? To JVG Radio Method and says, Love Sunday, most of the day, but especially mornings, along with other programs that are hosted by Tadpole, Big Z, JVG, Tim Thorpe, and more that covers 80% of the weekly transmission. Pretty good. There you go. And then we have David Wilkinson from Harkaway, who is renewing to Einstein and Gogo. Now, Shane, listen carefully. Okay. Dave says, Thanks to all the team at Einstein and Gogo for bringing science to our Sundays and having fun at the same time. Can you please explain the origins of the show and the reason for the name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started off with some drunk uni students a long, long time ago, and uh, and the name is from a song. Well, the name is from the song, but um, we will we will come back to that because we've done this a few times on the show. But um, yeah, suffice it to say, my memory is like going everywhere at the moment, thinking, "Holy shit, that was so long ago." The show's been around for about thirty years, thirty. I reckon two years. It'd, w- it'd be worth recording a video. I reckon that explains it in a sort of pot of oh, yeah, having yeah, it yeah, on, yeah. online. Well, you know, originally Triple R was made up of a lot of people from uh, RMIT mm-hmm. and uh, University of Melbourne, and and that's where the origin of this show came from. And the people who preceded me by a few years were, um, you know, volunteers like we are, and then yeah, we took the running. But we have a much bigger team now, so if you want to ring up and support us, that would be great because the team now has about ten people in it, whereas back in those days it had about three. And Chris's salary is really large, from what I understand. Well, Chris's salary is very, very large, and um, unfortunately it takes up a large proportion of the station's money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do it for me. Do it for me. Uh, I'm going to play a quick station announcement. We'll be back in just a moment. Three. Triple. Dr. Crystal has a few that have done that for us. We would like to say thank you to Stuart Gilbert from Brighton East, who has renewed via the web to radiotherapy and says, keep up the good work. Thank you to David Minton from Northcote, who is a new subscriber via web, the web to the whole station, because who doesn't love community radio? Huxley Furniture have renewed as a business subscription. Thank you so much to Huxley Furniture in Heidelberg West. It's fantastic to have businesses subscribe, and they've specifically subscribed to Einstein and GoGo. They love the show, and they listen every week at wow. Huxley Furniture. I like that. Yeah, fantastic. I didn't know we were going out to furniture people, but that's fantastic. I'm really impressed with that. 
Dr. Catherine. A big thank you to Fiona Higgins from East St Kilda, renewing and a $25 donation to the station and to all the Sunday morning shows. Thank you very much. And to Amir Minira from East Bentley, renewing to Einstein Agogo and subscribing to Bite Into It. Mm-hmm. All righty. We've got time for one quick more piece of news. Dr. Crystal, have you got a piece? When it comes to biomass consumed on this planet, do spiders eat more than whales? The spiders, spiders eat more than whales. True or false? Um, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. It yeah, is true. correct. It's true. Wow. Yeah. And when it comes to biomass, spiders eat more than whales. Yeah. How, how? How is that possible? There are lots and lots there of spiders. There are a lot of spiders. There is a lot of spiders and they yeah. eat a lot. And there's not that many whales, really, when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Is this a good time to mention I'm arachnophobic? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind whales. <laughs> I just thought that was an amazing fact yeah. when I found that out. I thought that someone actually sat down and done the math and worked out, well, how many spiders are there and how much do they eat and how much do they eat when it's wet and how much do they eat when it's dry? Oh, and, how much is, and then how does that actually compare versus all the other things on the planet? And it turns out spiders... Eat a lot. How much did you drink last night? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, not, I'm not just, as much as, uh, as a spider. <laughs> I just thought, I just, I just thought it was an amazing fact. Uh, spiders, spiders eat more than whales. All right, folks, we're going to give you one more chance to ring up and subscribe. I'm going to play you a piece of music. It's nine three eight eight one zero two seven. Please, independent science needs you. And the theme this year is stay curious for Triple R. So if you could subscribe for us now, that would be a huge help. And the team will come and uh, clean your house for you for free. <laughs> What? Yes, I think that. Yeah, I hear agreement. I hear agreement around the room. Chris I'll, K. Peters, definitely. I'll clean it. it as well as I clean my own. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Three. Triple. Ah. Uh, you are listening to Three Triple R, folks. We're almost out of time. We've got a few last subscriptions to uh, read out. Chris K. Peters. Uh, we do. Thank you to Alison Duncan from Clifton Hill, who's renewing via the web to the entire station. And m- m- takes the moment to thank us, uh, all the Sunday morning shows and presenters, um, her main time uh, for listening to Triple R and joining the station. Uh, thank you to Con Zamaris from Murrumbina, renewing to Einstein and Gogo. Uh, and also to Fletcher Hadlow of Diamond Creek, who is renewing via the web to the entire station. Fantastic. Big thanks to Anthony Nuevo, who's made a surprise appearance. And basically, he stuffed up the first subscription and said he wanted to do it again to specifically mention. <laughs> You scientists. So big thank you, Anthony. <laughs> Fantastic, um, Anthony. A huge thanks also to Joe Wu from St Albans, who is a renew via the web uh, to the program Eat It, and wants to say thanks to Triple R for the love listening every day, and especially Sundays. Big thank you, Joe. Very nice. Well, folks, uh, we're out of time, so we're going to have to hand over to the team from Eat It. A huge thank you to the team here, though, all the hosts who've come in. We've got another big crew coming in next week. We try and get as many of them in the room as possible, but there are limitations to the Chris KP um, going for a run before the show, uh, which can be problematic. Anyway, thanks so much for supporting Independent Radio and Our Science uh, Broadcasting today. And if you would, if you haven't subscribed and you would be willing to do that to support Cam and Matt Stedman and the team from Eat It, I know they will appreciate it. They're coming on in about 15 seconds. Thanks for listening to Einstein Go Go. I'm Dr. Shane. Remember, science is everywhere, and we'll chat to you again next week. This has been a podcast from 3RRR, 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. Want to hear more? Check out our website at rrr.org.au.